What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. The big topic today, how do we get people to say yes after saying no? How do we identify as the outlier in terms of price, the one guy that comes in higher, and how do we get people to say yes to us even though they have two or three, maybe even four more references of other quotes that are lower. And I think that's the big question here because it's not that we're pricing out jobs high just because we like big numbers. We're doing it because we have costs. We're doing it because we have standards. We're doing it because we have systems. Do our customers know this? Are we taking the time to explain it? Are we educating the customer? This topic today is so important if you want to increase your closing ratio if you want to increase your sales, and if you want to have some tools to go into an estimate with that are going to help you take your sales game to the next level. So I'm excited to share this with you. Thank you for listening to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. This episode starts right now. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right, they're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener, it's so much better, and that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time, and that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat, and that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets Podcast. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about fighting for your business. You know, I am a part of a couple Facebook groups. I have one of my own. Some of you are in it. And there's kind of like, well, I would say in most cases, there's kind of like this attitude of I'm too good to fight for business. I'm too good to negotiate. I'm too good to press the needle a little bit just to kind of get, you know, people engaged in moving forward with our company simply because I'm too good. And I think that that mentality is just such a horrible way uh, to do business. And it's like, I think a lot of people and contractors are mad at the customers. I think that there's just this general, I think, mental battle between contractors and homeowners. I think contractors who hold themselves in high regards are... I, I think they're offended by the way that they're treated in the marketplace. And essentially, I don't blame them, really. I mean, I don't blame them. But I think if you look at it like a customer is haggling me on price uh, because they don't value my service, then I can see why. You know, I can totally understand why you would feel that way. Anyone would, including myself. But the way that I see it is, is that the homeowner is usually misinformed, the homeowner is usually unaware, and the homeowner is usually scared that they'll make a bad decision, okay? And I think when you look at it like that, you have to look at it from that perspective in order to fight for the business. And it's not necessarily trying to convince somebody that you're worth paying more. It's it's more so educating them as why you're worth paying more. Educating, educating, educating. So I want to give you a quick example of kind of how this topic came about. You know, I had a, a lady um, call me the other day and she wanted her whole interior painted. 
She wanted uh, some flooring done, which some of you guys know I have a little flooring division that we do now. And, you know, we could really create like a one-stop shop for her. And essentially, like the, the thing was with her is that, you know, I, I quoted the price. She called me back and she said, Tanner, you know, this price is a little too high. You know, I, I really appreciate it. You know, and I kind of revert back to my training, you know, my, my sales training that I teach, but I practice what I preach with it. You know, my first question is, well, may I ask, who are you comparing us to? And that's such a powerful question, you know, and, and I've never asked it and didn't get an answer or got hung up on. Like there's certain questions you ask that are so out of left field, but so direct that you're just going to get an answer, you know? And she said, well, I had my house painted, you know, by somebody three years ago. That's what she said by somebody. So initially, like I'm already thinking, okay, my company who has systems, processes, and standards, my company that has workers comp, four painters on every crew, a supervisor to oversee, a color consultation that's given. Not only that, we use automations to communicate. We have technology on the back end to project manage. We have all of these resources that we package together for the marketplace and provide it to a customer in need. Okay. And how sad is it that she actually made a comparison to an individual working on her house where she most likely provided the product for that individual. And when she told me that the price was too high, she wasn't being disrespectful. Okay. She was essentially just referring back to what worked for her in the past. And my price was significantly higher. So she was confused. Okay. And you have to understand that people aren't just going to come out and start asking you why your price is what it is. Majority of people don't understand or know that service-based business prices can certainly be negotiated. You know, this isn't a car dealership where people understand that, you know, negotiation is common. So once they realize that your price is too far out of the, you know, out of what they budgeted for or what they thought it would be, you know, the, the most logical thing for them to do is to never talk to you again uh, or just be straightforward with you and say that the price is too high and thank you for, for your time. And that's what this lady did. She said, Tanner, thank you so much for your time. This price is, 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 is a little too high for us. So me, again, reverting back to my training, okay? May I ask, who, who are we being compared to? Because I can already tell that she had some sort of comparison to make her feel that way. Based off of our conversation initially, everything that we were saying to one another was harmonious. She wanted us to do the business. I could tell. I mean, I talked up the company and, and, and I talked up how great we're going to do. And I talked up the scope really well. And I offered some suggestions and like, you know, harmonious. This customer wants to go with me, but the price was stopping her. And what is that? I mean, that has been my focus for so long is to understand what's stopping somebody from saying yes, okay? What's that thing? Why is price the one thing that's stopping somebody from having a great experience? It's kind of like when you go on a cruise, if you've been on one, and I, you know, it's funny. I When I went on my honeymoon, I had, um, we had paid more for the ocean view, okay? So we had a balcony in our room. And 
for each day on that seven day cruise, every morning I went on that out on that balcony and I looked out to the ocean and it was just freaking beautiful. And the feeling that I got with the wind smacking my face and just, just being out there, standing out there, just like, just, just gazing outside of the ocean. My wife too, just like, just really just enjoying the ocean view. And then about six or seven months later, I took my whole family on a cruise. And, you know, I kind of was like, kind of just cutting costs. And I didn't get the balcony view. You know, my wife and I were like, yeah, you know, we had it. It was, it was, a, it was great, you know, but it'll probably be the same experience if we just get the window view because we'll just leave the room and, you know, we'll go look out when we want to go look out, you know, we can save some money. So as we're, you know, on the cruise and we're in the room for more than we, you know, thought initially we would be just from being tired and all the activities we did on the cruise and, you know, the exhaustion from the whole family rather than just us two. The only thing I was thinking about was like, man, I would have loved to have that balcony view right now the whole time because the experience was so good when I had it that essentially it was worth paying more in that moment, okay? And the thing about it is, is that in most cases, your people have yet to experience the balcony view of your service. They're used to the average. And if you're a company that prides themselves on the balcony view, how can you explain to somebody or paint a picture well enough for them to experience the balcony view in their mind to justify the payment. And that is the big challenge with service-based businesses is that we have got to convince people enough that what we are going to offer them in terms of an experience is worth paying more up front. Okay? So the next time that I go and do a cruise, I already have the reference point of a balcony view. It's easy for me to be sold on a great experience because I remember what that experience was like. Therefore, I expect a same or better experience. But there's some people that have never had the balcony view. So if they've never had the balcony view, they have to take a risk in order to achieve that balcony view. And that's hard for a lot of people to do. I can go up to someone and say, hey, you'd really like the balcony view. Do you want to pay $500 more? to have a balcony view in your stateroom. And somebody who has never had a balcony view would say, nah, I'm all right. You know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna hang out here without the balcony view. It's no big deal. But what if they were like, listen, the balcony view gives you an element that you just won't get with the stateroom. I mean, think of this. When you're morning breakfast arrives at your door here and the breeze outside is just blowing. You open up that sliding door and you literally feel like you're on an island by yourself. It's so private and you can gaze out into the ocean and smell the water and eat your breakfast and truly feel like you're on a vacation. I mean, just those change in words is what could easily get somebody excited because you're painting a picture you're explaining the, the feelings. You're explaining the emotions. And you might be thinking like, Tanner, 
this is way too deep for a paint job or a roofing job or a flooring job. Well, you have no option, really. I mean, ultimately, you cannot give somebody an experience before they have the experience. I can't show somebody a car this time and say, hey, you're really going to like the way this car makes you feel. Why don't you sit in it and drive it? Okay. I don't have that ability this time in terms of what I'm selling. Neither do you. So if you're selling services, you've got to be the best storyteller there is. That's the only option. You've got to be the best storyteller. And for me, with this lady that I was working with, it all came down to telling her a story. And essentially what I did was, is I said, listen, who am I being compared to? You know, and I, and I pressed the question so I can tell the best story. Hey, listen, who am I being compared to? Just curious. Oh, well, there was a time where I got my house painted for half the price by a guy. Boom, right there. And I said, Miss Jones, you told me that you're going to be moving in four weeks. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And you're moving from Pennsylvania. Yes, I am. And when you move here, you plan to have movers coming. I'm sure you have some electrical things that are going to need to be done. I'm sure you have other contractors that are going to be contributing to making sure your move is as smooth as possible. That's correct. Listen, when I'm compared to other companies, I look at two things that separate us tremendously. And our customers have adopted those as reasons to pay more. Number one, we work in teams of four. Now for you, that might not mean much simply because you're not going to be there. You're not going to experience our workflow. And unfortunately, you're probably not going to get to meet my guys. But let me tell you why that's really important for your situation. The beautiful thing about this is, is that with four painters, we can get a lot done very quickly, which means for the scope of which that you're having me do walls, trim, doors, I can guarantee you that it'll be done in three days. That's really important when it comes to coordinating move-in, making sure that things are getting done appropriately and on time so you can have a smooth transition into your new home. The very last thing that you would want is for a one or two man team to take longer than the anticipated time because they're tired or because there's not someone overseeing the schedule and making sure that the jobs that they had before your job were on time, efficient, and planned. Now, all this contributes, especially when you book a paint job a month in advance. Not only that, I've been in this business long enough to know that closings, <laughs> sometimes closings don't fall on the day that they say they are. And I've been doing this long enough to know that that's very true. So one thing that we do is we kind of touch base with you as we get close to your closing date to make sure everything's in line so we can adjust our schedule accordingly. The last thing we would want is for things not to line up and then you got to call your movers and then things get crazy. So the benefit number two is our communication and our organization. Okay. When you have an owner who's on top of the business, not necessarily working inside of it, that allows me to have a bird's eye view of what's going on. Not only communicating with you to make sure colors are in line, to make sure time frame is, is there, to make sure we're having a smooth transition into the new home, but to also make sure that the, the project gets done effectively and efficiently. So when it comes to paying more and comparing us to maybe what you had done in the past, I think you would agree that the situation's a little bit different now. From what you told me, this is your first time moving to Florida. <laughs> so 
I just want to let you know that the experience that we're going to give you is one that you're going to remember. Not so much about the service itself, because you're not going to be there to witness it, but the fact that it was such a smooth process and everything was handled the way it should have been from start to finish, that it's going to be worth paying us more than what the competition is offering or what you may have had done in the past. And, you know, essentially I might even say something like, you can't put a price on convenience. Peace of mind. Those two intangibles are what people hire us for. And essentially, like, you got to have that confidence in your business before you start saying that stuff. You've got to have that knowing that you are going to deliver those promises. And when I'm speaking into this microphone, I'm talking to you as if you were my customer because I truly believe it because I know that I'm going to make it happen. I have no doubts that I would be able to make that happen. You know, I have the right team. If I don't have the right team, I'll find the right team. If the schedule's not there, I'll move the schedule around to make sure. You know, I always put a little asterisk near people on my schedule that are moving in because that's like the most important to me. If I have to apologize to somebody else about it, you know, I'll take that hit. It hasn't happened often, but it has happened where I had to move somebody back a week to make sure that I fit someone in who's moving into their home. Way more important. I'll even explain that to the customer. Say, listen, I have somebody that's moving. Unfortunately, we make a promise that, you know, we'll be there for them. And in the same way that if it were for you, we would do the exact same thing. You know, I do apologize, but I have to move your schedule, you know, and and, and that's just being honest. I mean, I have nothing to hide here. Like I'm a customer service eccentric individual, not just because that's the way we do business, but because I know that that's what's going to separate us. And if I do that and I focus on it, I'm able to explain it in a way that it conveys trust. It conveys commitment. It conveys these intangibles that create that experience in their mind that they can't touch, feel, smell, or hear. So when they get that experience, they can justify paying more. And that's what we do over and over and over and over and over again. You know, I'm a storyteller. So as she she's telling me this, she's like, all right, you know, Tanner, you know, why don't, why don't you just review the proposal and see if there's anything else you can do? So what did I do? I looked at the flooring proposal. I looked at the baseboard proposal. I looked at the painting proposal. I took 5% off and I sent the proposal. You know, she gave me another opportunity to earn her business. You know, we're at seven grand on the, on the job for those three smaller house, but seven grand competition was probably like four or five, you know, norm. I'm, I'm used to this, but it's, again, it's creating the experience, you know, it's, it's the balcony effect, you know, let's call it that, you know, has your customer ever experienced the balcony? Have they ever experienced the white glove painting service? If that's something that you take pride in offering. And if the answer to that question is no, you would know this by asking, then you need to create it or, and help them see it. Okay. I just like really have this like idea that, you know, 90% of the people that you interact with don't know what it's like to have a professional company work, like, like do communication well, you know, scheduling perfect, you know, updating, you know, organization, and then fulfillment. Like that's rare in contracting. So if that's so rare, they're not expecting it and they're expecting the average. And I tell people this all the time. It doesn't matter if you're a painting contractor, you're a flooring contractor, you're a roofing contractor. If their if their if their landscaping contractor doesn't show up, steals their deposit, and makes them feel horrible, okay, 
they're not just going to be mad at landscaping contractors. They're going to have apprehension to you as the painting contractor, you as the roofing contractor, you as the fence contractor. That's just how it works. Okay. We're all seen as one and the same. So just go into every interaction as if they've never experienced anything like you before. And your job should be to build the car. I talk about this a lot. You need to build the car. You need to take your time. Stop rushing through estimates thinking that they don't want to hear it. I know it's uncomfortable to sit there and ask questions. I know it's uncomfortable to sit there and explain your processes. I know it's uncomfortable. Sometimes you may fumble your words. You need to either you need to you need to look at it one of two ways. You look at it as practice, okay? Or you 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 look at it as getting better. There's just two ways to do it. I'm going to practice here and well, I guess both are one and the same, but essentially the mindset is I'm I'm using this to get better each time. So the next time I do it, the words come out a little more fluent. The next time I do it, I have a little more courage to ask those questions, to stick in there. Even when I can tell somebody doesn't want to hear it, they need to hear it. That's exactly what you're trying to do. That is sales at its core. Okay. You know, my, my buddy used to sell timeshares, you know, and that's like a very aggressive form of selling. I don't think I'd ever do that, but he would call me and tell me, dude, listen, I sold this timeshare after they told me no over 15 times. And essentially it's like, we're so wired to say no, that deep down there's a yes. How many no's do you need to get to? So this lady told me no. So what did I do? I gave myself another opportunity. Isn't that interesting though? She told me no, the price was too high. And then I asked a couple questions and I educated her on what the experience is going to look like. I helped separate myself and now I have the potential for a yes. So kind of asking a question here, obviously rhetorical. If she tells me no again, can I just do that again in a different way? Absolutely. So if I send this quote over and she says, Tanner, you know, this is still too high. And then I could say, well, may, may I ask you a question? You know, what makes you feel that it's too high? And she says, well, I mean, the other guy I had was, was a lot cheaper. Well, let me ask you this. What is it that you love so much about the experience that he gave you? And then I can just kind of go into the experience and I can look for that thing that he didn't offer and maybe find something that she didn't even know about and dive in a little more. Oh, well, and, and I know that I told you guys this before about him purchasing the product, but I could, I didn't know that until I asked. And she could say, well, you know, it was affordable. And, and, and I could say, well, let me ask you this. Who provided the product? And she said, oh, well, we did. Oh, well, just so you know, our, we include the product in, in, our, in our quote. Do you know how many people don't know that we include the product? That's because they deal with a lot of other contractors that make them buy the product. So then again, these are ways that you need to be separating and educating, separating and educating. So loaded topic today. I think it's going to help you this week. Dive into it. You know, think about it. Implement it. You know, increase your sales ratio. Your business depends on it. Your family depends on it. You know, and I really believe that if you start looking at things differently, people aren't coming at you. And that's the mentality I think a lot of us have adopted. Even myself sometimes, I get frustrated that people don't value my service. And then I just got to remember, it's not that they don't value my service. It's just that they're not educated enough to make that sort of decision to justify paying more when everyone else is telling them 
the price is lower and they don't have to pay more. Why are we the outlier? And that is going to be the topic of this conversation is being the outlier. And that's okay, you know, but it's worth it. So I hope you guys got something out of this. I know I kind of rambled a little bit, but uh, the topic's important to me. How do you get people to say yes after saying no? Have a great one, guys. Kill it this week, and I will catch you on the next episode. Drip Jobs CRM is finally here. That's right. So Drip Jobs is an automation platform for contractors, home service professionals. It's going to automatically follow up with your customers. It's going to allow you to send invoices, estimates. It's going to allow you to send out blast marketing emails to individuals based on where they are in the buying process. This software is next level. And I'm reaching out to you. You're a listener of this podcast, and I want you to be one of the first ones to give it a shot. So if you want to see what Drip Jobs can do for your business, I'd love for you to head over to dripjobs.com, sign up for a free demo, and get your team involved, and let us sit with you and show you how powerful this software is. It's going to save you time, it's going to make you money, and you're going to love the features that are built into Drip Jobs. So if you want to check it out, head over to dripjobs.com. And we will give you first priority being a podcast listener uh, to be one of the very first to try out Drip Jobs in your home service business. I'm super excited to share that with you, and I'll catch you on the next episode.